Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Just delicious. <sighs> Today is Monday, August um, 29th. August 29th. How'd that happen? Almost the end of August. Are you ready? Are you ready for it? I love that song of Taylor Swift's. I feel like I'm, I, I, I feel like I should make a, um, unpopular opinions about Taylor Swift videos, TikTok, um, because I love, are you ready for it? Actually, it's, um, the title is dot, dot, dot ready for it. I'm pitching fallen grapes, uh, from the chair, the table. So, um, how are all of you? I am um, back from Bubonicon. Good weekend at Bubonicon. Not many people there, but a lot of people that I hadn't seen since pre-pandemic. So it was good. And I think it was a good warm up for Worldcon. Um, I leave for that early Wednesday morning. So probably no podcasts Thursday and Friday this week, unless I get a wild hair to do a guest. I am hoping to write in my hotel room in the mornings before the conference starts. Um, because my first gigs on Thursday and Friday aren't until like 10, 11 in the morning. So hoping to get those words in, wish me luck. Uh, I did write a little bit at Bubonicon. Had a lot of good conversations with people that it's nice to have the in-person conversations. Uh, and so I came back with my head full of many things, which is great. Uh, that's what we want from a conference. And I have thoughts for all of you. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts more than I will get to today. We'll see if I get to them through, uh, today and tomorrow. So, so several stories coming away from the conference. One was, and and this is admittedly a small local conference, but they have, um, down in Albuquerque, they have guests of honor that they fly in and, you know, pay for them to be there, that they're a good, um, honest con that way. And they, um, you know, so they had an artist guest of honor, a writer guest of honor, they had a Toastmaster. So I don't know exactly the, um, arrangements. The Toastmaster was from up in Denver, which is a, a reasonable drive, five, six hour drive. And, and I was on a panel with, um, both the artist. Well, actually all of them, um, Ray Carson was the writer guest of honor and she was delightful. Uh, why a fantasy type stuff. Um, really great to meet her. She was, um, very personable, really wanting to chat and meet people. So, so that was great. I, I loved that. And, uh, the artist guest of honor was Chaz. Trying to think of Chaz's last name. Uh, great guy from Denver also, uh, does a lot of book covers and he moderated a panel that I was on. And so he did a great job. Also on that panel was, um, Lee Martinez, who is, uh, was the Toastmaster. And 
So at the opening ceremonies, the Toastmaster reads all of the attending guests of honor. And so this is a, this is my thing. And this is nothing against, well, I, I guess it's going to be against Lee personally a little bit, uh, in that if you are a Toastmaster for a conference, you basically have one job, right? One job, which is to lead the ceremonies, lead things. It means that you need to practice the names ahead of time. That's, uh, you know, if they don't give them to you ahead of time, you need to make sure that they give them to you ahead of time. Uh, so Lee was holding the list of attending authors, uh, and looking at it clearly for the first time in his life, uh, the way he was, you know, unfolded it and squinted at it, looking even momentarily, um, intimidated by it, which if you're looking at something for the first time, yeah, it's, it's no fun to do it that way. Please practice ahead of time. Uh, so he fumbled a few names, it's alphabetical. So it's coming down. I know that, uh, you know, they, he's said, um, Dorinda Jones, which he, which he got slightly wrong, uh, which I was like, how did I get Dorinda wrong? And she said, well, they, they get to the Y and they go dairy and then they don't know what to do with the NDA. Um, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Nobody knows what to do with an NDA. So I knew that I was going to be shortly after Dorinda. And so he squints at the sheet and he goes, Oh, he says, I've got a 50, 50 chance with this one. And I know I'm going to get it wrong. So of course it's me. Right. And, and he got it wrong. He says, Jeff. And so, you know, and I stand up and, and I, cause we were in the front row and, uh, I said, yes, you got it wrong because, you know, and he looked a little taken aback, right? Oh, and it's like, yes, you got it wrong. You, you, you have one job and you, you screwed up. Uh, you know, so I waved and everything and, uh, Craig Kissinger, who's one of the conference organizers said, you know, oh, she's the president of CIFWA, you know, and that's Madam president to you and everything. But I also, you know, Craig should make sure that the Toastmaster has the list in the pronunciations. I don't care how small the con is. And it's an interesting thing because I've obviously been dealing with this my entire life. Uh, how to pronounce my name, uh, what my pronouns are, because people who have never met me, uh, assume I'm a man. They look at Jeff and, and think I'm a man. So for a very long time, I would meet people and they would say, Oh, I thought you were a man. And I would be like, no, not a man. So for a long time, my profile on like, um, social media, I had on there. I am a woman, a Westerner. And so I was actually pretty happy when I could just nix that and put she, her on my pronouns. And, and I'm happy that there has been such a push for getting names right. And I don't have a difficult pr to pronounce for Westerners, multicultural name. You know, I really feel for people of African origin and AAPI, uh, who have names that Westerners, uh, <laughs> many of them won't even try to pronounce, uh, you know, mine's just a quirky name, but I've been grateful to be able to ride on those coattails to insist on 
getting my name and pronouns correct uh, because it is important you know and the people who say it's not important <laughs> I don't even know what to say about them. Uh, there are people who have never had that had people get it wrong and then act like it didn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I responded to a, an email from a reader uh, one I've not heard from in a long time and I why did she contact me. I don't remember uh, it, and we'd stopped following each other on social media because I had when Biden was declared president that he had won the election I had tweeted about it celebrating being very happy and she replied to me and said sent me this screed on how the Associated Press uh, doesn't get to decide elections and you know and starting feeding me this you know the claptrap about the election being stolen. So I I blocked her <laughs> because don't don't cite misinformation and I will say that I had a very interesting conversation with another author this weekend who was someone who had voted for Trump because he thought that Trump was going to change a lot of the financial stuff in the government and he called himself a a Trump regretter and I'd asked him what the watershed moment was for him uh, when he decided that Trump was not going to do what he's supposed to do and and interestingly he said well at first he was disappointed that Trump didn't fulfill any of his promises of what he said he was going to do during the campaign which I find kind of funny because it's like I'm amazed that anybody thought that he would but when I asked well what was your watershed he said it wasn't a single moment he said but he said during the first impeachment when he used the executive power of his office to evade the law and encouraged people to refuse to respond to subpoenas. He said that's that's what we're supposed to be here is for the rule of law and that that was the um, the first you know sort of that he said it was an accumulation and he said by the second impeachment he he was fully done. Um, and and it was interesting because someone else who sat down mid conversation uh, really went off on him and uh, you know about all the terrible things Trump had done to their marginalized family and everything and you know it's like I don't understand how that's doing anything now to to scream at at people it's like uh, you know and and people like he and he said he got conned and it's like well you know there are a lot of people who will argue with that and say you should have gotten conned but at this point I don't care. I don't, you know, it's like I just want to be able to have reasonable conversations about what happened and why it happened. So anyway this is all by way of saying that um, if someone's going to feed me misinformation um, I don't want to hear it and I will block you but if you want to have a conversation I'll have a reasonable conversation. Uh, so anyway she also said in this email because I have my pronouns in my signature line. Uh, which I think is great to do also she said um, it always amuses me to see uh, somebody include pronouns on their sub signature line um, who's one of the few people where you actually need to show you need to say 
She said, because I know people mistake your name. And, and I thought, well, you know, she's trying to be nice. And yet there's that attitude again. And so, and she also asked me another question about another author, which, okay, fine. One of my author friends, I answered it, but I wrote her back answering that question. And then I said, um, I said, yeah, it, it is really great to, um, be able to include my pronouns and have that be, uh, a normal etiquette thing now, uh, because yes, people did mistake my, my chosen, you know, my preferred pronouns and gender. And I said, and that's why we need to normalize this as part of polite behavior where we specify that regardless. So it's not only the people where there's a question who have to do it. Listener, did she reply to me? No, she did not. Whatever. So that's see. And I only got through one topic so far. Um, but yes. So name pronunciations. Um, okay. I'm not going to talk about that one yet. All right. I'm going to tell this other story. So another thing that happened was there was an author that I saw actually a fairly newbie author too, um, sometime editor, a gal I'd met because she came to Santa Fe earlier this year. So hadn't seen her for good six months, but, uh, and I'm trying not to give too many details here, but we spent, we had dinner together a couple of times and I had counted us as if not friends, at least friendly. So I'd been sitting in the bar as I do. And I had been drinking wine as I do. And I saw her walk through the bar and she does not live anywhere near here. And I thought, oh, well, she didn't see me. And I had no idea she was going to, to be there. She wasn't on the program, nothing like that. And, and I couldn't think of her name, Mia culpa, you know, here I am going on about name pronunciations, pronouns, and so forth. I'm bad at remembering names and especially like at the end of a conference day, having had wine and I'm racking my brain. And I asked the people at the table with me, I'm like, do you, do you know her name? Do you remember her name? And nobody else knew her, but me. And I thought, well, I, I, she didn't see me. So I definitely want to go up and say hello to her. So she's starting to come back through. And, uh, so I go up and I say, hello. And I said, hi, it's, it's Jeffy. And she says, I know. She said, I saw you over there and, <laughs> or no, she, she just said, I know. She said, I know. And I said, and I'm sorry, I can't remember your name. And I looked at her name tag. Cause it was like kind of in a fold of her cloak. And I was like, oh, you know, and she said at the same time. And I said, yeah, I'm so sorry. I just couldn't think of what it was. Um, I had no idea you were going to be here. And she said, yeah, yeah, I decided to come through. And, um, she said I was actually in Santa Fe last month too. And I said, oh, well, you know, I, I had no idea. And she says, um, she said, yeah, well, I was sick and I, oh, I'm so sorry. And all of this. And, um, and I said, well, you know, it's so great that you're here now. And, and she says, um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember. Ooh. My, my video is freezing. I wonder if that's like doing it a lot. 
catch, catch, catch. Hopefully that's not annoying. Uh, I had said, she said, um, I said, well, are you going to be, you know, around, she says, I'm just here tonight. And I said, oh, well, are you going to be in Santa Fe for very long? And she said, well, maybe, um, she said, I'm just there till like Wednesday. And I said, well, you know, if you want to get together and she's like, oh yeah, I, ha- I have your number. I'll text you. And she said, but we have to go to dinner now. And, uh, and she's with someone else. I know, um, a fairly sort of one of the old guard authors. And I had already said hello to him and, uh, you know, we'd exchange greetings and that for the first time at that conference. And, and she says, well, we have to go to dinner now. And I realize that, um, she's going to dinner with another very famous author and it was, um, you know, it felt like a real brush off and, and I didn't think about it too much until later until actually I was back in my room, right? That room. And I was thinking, wow, was that kind of like the cut direct? Was it like, I think that I'm not famous enough for her. (laughs) I, it was kind of like, oh, I think, um, it was, there was a definite feel of, I have better people to hang out with. And maybe that was just my perception, but you know, these conferences and writers events, there is so much jockeying, you know, and, and you all know, I call it tail sniffing, trying to figure out who the alphas are. And there are some people who really seek out the highest profile, most alpha people and, and go with them, um, you know, ride their coattails. And, and it's not a behavior I recognize because I think I'm very much on the side of that. People are people that we're all human beings and you know, the success you have today is amazing and it may make you famous and wonderful today and you know and and those things go up and down success comes and goes uh i have friends who are far more famous than i am um and and i'm friends with them because i enjoy their company and i went and i looked at her website just to like see what she was doing and everything and i saw that she had a a photo reel on our website of her posed with various famous authors and like the famous author she was going to go have dinner with that night was prominently featured on her website in several photos with her and separately. And, and she had, I mean, like this photo reel of her posed with different famous authors with their names on there. And you know, maybe that's great marketing. Um, and I was just looking at this thinking, that I've met probably every single one of those authors that she was posed with. And I've never taken a selfie with any of them. And to my knowledge, I mean, I've had pictures with some people. I remember when I met, um, Gina Showalter, I got a picture with her because one of my sorority sisters asked me to, uh, because, well, she wanted me to tell Gina how much she loved her books. So I got a picture with Gina so I could send it to my friend. Um, I, I have pictures with other famous authors and I've never put them up on my website unless they're people who are my friends. And it's like, who are, these are my friends that I was hanging out with and we were having fun. Um, so I'm not sure what to say about that. It's, um, 
I, I was disappointed in this behavior and, and I thought, well, you know, I kind of thought we were friends, but I guess not. And no, I didn't remember her name. So maybe that's telling, um, yeah, it's just, um, it's a funny thing, you know, that these professional relationships, maybe that you think that somebody is more of a friend than they are. So, uh, so anyway, those were a couple of thoughts from the conference this weekend. I will share more later, uh, tomorrow. And otherwise I'm going to go get to work. Uh, hope you all have a wonderful Monday. Hope it kicks off a productive week, uh, that delivers what you need it to. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. You all take care. Bye-bye.